When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are recording another unexpected cancellation. So it's going to be a solar rant. Episode 776. Wednesday, April 6th, 2022 at 5.16 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm fucking freezing. Ugh. I'm kind of feeling bleh. I think it's probably because of getting closer to my brother's anniversary and this happens every year and I fucking hate it because it's stupid and it's, it seems all wearing your heart on your sleeve and being dramatic and I hate all that shit. I don't know. I think I was, I think I definitely had convinced myself that this podcast would be more successful by this point. Not that there was a defined April 6th, 2022. That's the day it's going to happen. But definitely felt like I can't even get comfortable. Definitely felt like, uh, This thing was going to be bigger by now. I mean, as of this episode, it's, uh, as of this recording, it's at, uh, nine, off the top of my head, not that I keep track, 9,745 subscribers on Rumble, 2,149 subscribers on Spotify, 620 subscribers on BitChute, and 512 subscribers on Odyssey, not that I'm counting. Um, now granted, it got up to 5,500 on YouTube and then got banned. I, God, I can't even get comfortable. I don't even feel comfortable in my own skin right now. Got up to 5,500 subscribers on YouTube before that one was banned, so that sucked. I started... At that point, the Rumble account had like a hundred subscribers, so basically starting from scratch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I definitely thought it would have taken. Like, like it's one thing if you have like. 100 episodes or like 50 episodes and like you're fucking good at it and you're beating your head because it's not more successful but like anything you know the talent will rise to the top be it music or podcasting or I don't know animation designing clothes whatever it is like, true value, true novelty 
true innovation and talent does eventually rise. It just does. It's just it's that thing you you know when you hear a song and you're like, who is this? You're like, what is the name of this song? You pull out your phone and just record ten seconds of the air because you're trying to get the sound and you're like, what? Who is this? Like, I need to listen to this. You know, it was like the first time I ever heard like Post Malone. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah. Or like Tim Dillon. I was just like, who? who is this insane man with a co-host named Ray Comp with a combined weight of two tons talking about satanic pedophiles and, and Alan Dulles as well as open mic comedy. And they're both keto. Like, you listen to, like, an episode. Because I had heard him on Rogan. And I just remember instantly I was hooked. I was like, who the fuck is this fat fuck? And now, I mean, I listen to Tim Dillon every single day. Every single day. I listen to audiobooks in the morning for, like, three hours at like two and a half X speed. So you know, like six hours of audiobook a day. And then in the evening when I'm like kind of getting ready for bed or making dinner or whatever, going to get groceries or do what I run errands. I listen to Tim Dillon and Ray Comp. Every once in a while I'll go back to Tim Dillon and, and his new host, Ben Avery new the last two years, three years, Ben Avery. But like the OG Tim Dillon's going to hell. Patreon, you know, we're going to really take a hard critical look at the people that society's decided to hate, the billionaires, the dictators, the CEOs, that intro with the great Ray Comp. But like, that's someone that I I saw and heard once. And I was like, who is this? I need this person in my life. And it's probably... I don't know. Like, I feel like I am good at this. I I know I get interesting guests. I know I put in the hours. But I might be mixing it with... But you, I would think that by... I mean, it's April 6th. Let's say it's April 12th. Then we'd be 28 months into this thing. December 12th, 2019 to now. 776 episodes. Like, it's had time to disseminate. It's had time to catch. And it's not. And that's... That's fucking depressing. Now, I've still got... Roughly two more years of funds to pay for my apartment, utilities, food, all that good stuff. To keep doing like three episodes a day. So I still have got roughly 50% through my allotted window of uh, unbridled production. After which I would have to go get a job and it would probably be back to like one episode a day, five days a week. Not nearly as good. Um, But... 
like my right now I'm at a cliff where I've, I've got about two years of living expenses saved up and I can keep doing this like three episodes a day knocking out audiobooks like every four days really just going balls to the wall trying to stay on top of current events but it's had time to catch you know It'd be like, sometimes I think of it like a, like a wood pile, but like a huge, like 40 foot tall pile of like branches and twigs and logs and cardboard. And I think of it as like a huge wood pile and like, it's like slightly raining out. Enough so that, like, the shell of the wood pile is kind of soaked. So you can't just go up to it and, like, light a match. And this is a weird, this is some weird imagery I, I thought of, like, two years ago. Oh, it's kind of like lighting a fire, right? Or, like, if you've ever had a fire up at, like, a, 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 like a camp or a lake house or something or whatever. You have a bonfire, then I, and you throw water on it the night before, or you let it just burn out. You go back the next day, and it's all kind of like that white, chalky ash... And it, it's like a frozen dinner. It's kind of cold on the outside. But once you kind of poke around the inside, all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck, it's still, you know, there's still some heat at the center. Not enough to, like, provide heat. But enough that, like, don't don't touch it with your hand. You'll still burn your hand. There are still coals in there. If you take, like, a paper plate and, like, lay it on it and kind of, like, blow on it, it will start going again. But there's not a whole lot. So at the center of this, like, wood pile... Again, like at like the height of a house, like a huge fucking wood pile. Um, in my mind, the podcast is is gasoline, and I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe it's like one ounce, one and a half ounces, like a shot glass. And like episode one, you're at the very top, and at the center, there's just some like coals from the night before the rest of it's just wood and the exterior is kind of wet and the reason why the exterior is wet so you can't just go up to it and light it and like you're at the very top and like you dump one ounce on nothing really happens it kind of just drizzles over like a wet log we do a second episode and put another ounce on and on and on and on and you'd hope that just through force and volume and repetitiveness and consistency that it would start to kind of supersaturate a log or something to where maybe it kind of overtook the rain and it would just start dripping down to the center very slowly. And gas evaporates. Gas is volatile just on its own. It does evaporate. But just a consistent, steady drip. And it goes crisscrossing left and right. And sometimes it goes out on branches. And it goes back out to the exterior of the shell of the wood pile that's still kind of wet. But it just keeps kind of dripping, dripping, dropping, dropping, dropping. <sighs> and eventually, after enough time, 
it hit the center. And then the whole thing would light. And that's like the backlog. That's your library of work. And like, it hasn't happened. Like, it just hasn't happened. Maybe I need more guests. Right now, that's the game plan. But like, episode 653... The first episode of this year, 2022, back on January 4th, 2022, with Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough, and Dr. Desmet, the mass formation psychosis episode, which was kind of on the heels of Malone going on Rogan. That one right now is at like 720-something thousand views. In the first four days, it went up to like 500,000. Over the next month, it went up to like 600,000. And then in two months since there, it's gone up to like 700,000. Uh, first like four days, it went up to 500,000. Next two weeks, it went up to 600,000. And then from there to here, it's gone up another 100. My subscriber count going into it, so I remember getting banned from YouTube. And people, I know a critique of this might be, you're focusing too much on the numbers. You got to just put out good content. Unfortunately... Unfortunately, this isn't this isn't a job I'm working at, and I'm steadily making more. I have a finite amount of resources for a finite amount of time. I can't not look at the numbers because if it doesn't work, I, I, I got to just go get a day job. So... It'd be great to look at it and go, just don't worry about it. Just produce, produce from your heart. There's a ticking clock. So this isn't just, you know, by the time Rogan started his podcast, and I think Rogan works harder than me, which is hard for my ego to admit. But he had also retired from Fear Factor. It didn't matter if it worked, you know. But banned from YouTube in August 2021, I brought the Rumble account from like 100 subscribers to like 1,400 by January. So September, October, November, December, so like four months, adding on like 250 a month. From the big episode with Desmet, it went from like 1.4 to... I think it went up exactly four times. So 1.4, 2.8, 5.6. Yeah, so I think it went up to like 5,600 subscribers in like a week. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then it's just kind of plateaued and it's gone up like 10 or 20 a day since then. Till now. It's at 9,745. But like the rate of growth is actually slowing. I do track all these metrics the rate of growth is slowing. So like, as I get farther away in time from episode 653, the shockwave is slowing down. It's not speeding up. It's not growing faster, which, I mean, you could argue is maybe, maybe that's not like mathematically unusual, right? You can only grow at a massive percentage every year. 
I mean, PewDiePie has like, what, 120 million subscribers on YouTube? He's probably growing at a very slow percentage. Slower every year. But a percentage of, because there's only so many people in the world that can subscribe. And the number is getting so large that a smaller and smaller percentage is still a fuck ton of people. But I don't think that applies when you're at 9,000. So I don't know. I mean, like building muscle in like high school, you had to get the nutrition down pat and you had to just work your fucking ass off. You had to do it consistently. You had to make sure you sleep well every night so you get more muscle growth. Adequate sleep provides adequate growth hormone. And when you don't sleep, there's some weird biochemical thing to where your body starts to burn muscle instead of fat. But nutrition, working your ass off consistently, not just every, not just working hard, but working hard every day and sleeping. Then it was just kind of, it was, you, you just grew, literally. Your muscles grew. It wasn't exponential, it was linear. But you just, and you just stuck with it. And years later, all of a sudden, you just had muscle mass. The same with being pre-med. You just had to put the time in every single day. Sleep well. Go, go to a, a quiet room. And make it a priority. You couldn't go out partying. You, you had to be there and putting in the time and it would go slowly but every week you'd learn one chapter really well learn one chapter in every course really well then you get an A on a test and then you get an A on tests in multiple classes great now on to the next section and you do that a couple times a semester get to the finals and then finish and bam now you have some A's on your uh on your resume, in your GPA bank. And then it would start again the next semester and the classes would get a little bit harder. But you'd have more knowledge in your head and you'd also fine hone your studying techniques. And it would just kind of keep going. And if you stuck with it, it didn't go exponentially. You got to a point where you had a, a good enough resume. You know, a 4.0 with five credit hours, it doesn't really mean anything. A 3.8 with 110 credit hours, that's a strong 3.8. Volunteer at the hospital for like an hour a week, but you do it for two straight years. It builds up. Shadow doctors, letters of recommendation, ace the MCAT. And then you have a fighting chance at getting into medical school. Or pharmacy school or whatever, or vet school or dental or whatever. But those were building muscle was it really depended on me. No one could take it away from me. It wasn't like you can complain about once your income goes over a certain amount and it's like, oh, they're taxing the fuck out of me. Like there's no one taxing you. It's yours. 
There's no affirmative action in the gym. There's no tax brackets. You put in the energy, you get the results. It truly is like the most ruthless form of capitalism is working out. Pre-med, sure, it's weighted against other kids. So if everyone in the class fails and one person gets an A, the professor normally just isn't going to fail the whole class. They'll just kind of weigh up everyone. And in which case your A doesn't really stand out as much. Sure, it's weighted, but there are other avenues in which a ruthless work ethic can still punch through and give you the advantage. Numbers, volunteer hours, letters of recommendation, genuine letters of recommendation, not just a formulaic thing, but actual letters of recommendation from professors. You can stand out on the MCAT. You know, you, you can deliver. It's still, there's some, there are some drawbacks, but you can still deliver to the point where at a certain point, like you are just the best candidate and you'll get in. I think this is challenging in that it's not dependent entirely on me. Like it has to grow with a certain percentage of the population. There's no value in this being something that I know is the best. Because that doesn't fucking do shit for me. You know? When I die, they'll look back at my paintings and I'll be the best. Maybe. But you're going to die a homeless fuck. On the flip side, you can't just, like, respond to, you know, the, the ebbs and flows of the of the marketplace of entertainment and consumers of media because that's how you become some corporate piece of shit where there's no originality, there's no innovation, it's not daring. It's all about, you know, we got to market it to this. And remember, this is a PG movie, so we got to leave out the swear words. And we, that's just a money-making vessel, which is fine. But that's how you get that, where... 19 different boards of directors all have a say in it. It's the script is put through 40 different focus groups, like versus, you know, just someone putting out their own thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking aloud. I'm not going to edit out any of these pauses, so get over it. I mean, I've had a lot of people tell me it's really good. Not just friends and family. Those although sweet, they they don't really count. Not they don't really count. They don't count. But I've had enough people independent and insulated from one another, people that don't know each other, different age groups, different sexes, different political leanings, different whatever, 
kind of all all it's a pretty they love the interview style they 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 love the analogies they love the unconventional way of doing the podcast I mean, I've had multiple guests, really big guests, I won't say who, have told me afterwards that that is was, was the best interview they've ever had. And these are guys that have like been on CNN, Fox, MSNBC, whatever, been on you know nationally syndicated radio shows. I've had people tell me like I've had authors tell me that you gave me the the best you gave a better critical review. I've literally had New York Times bestselling authors tell me afterwards or in an email. I've, I gave them a better breakdown of their book than like New York Times, like like column critics. Like multiple times, authors that don't know each other. So again, it's not they're not influencing one another's feedback. But you can only jerk yourself off to your own product for so many hundreds of episodes before you've got to start second-guessing it. It doesn't mean I'm going to quit. I'm too stubborn to quit. I can't... I'm going to I'm gonna burn through the next two years of living expenses. And that's the wrong wording, burn through. I'm going to plow through it, and I'm going to put out... I'll put out 700 more episodes. I don't give a shit. I'm running this bitch till the clock runs out. And then some. I have contingency plans for it to keep going. But fuck, I, I thought it. definitely thought this would have been I don't even know if I should upload this because this just sounds like some some sympathetic bullshit like I genuinely love doing this but it doesn't matter how much I enjoy doing it if it's not a viable fucking money making uh setup yeah I don't fucking know I also am not entirely sure that this isn't just depression related with coming up on my brother's anniversary because this does happen every year I mean, maybe the answer is really just having brain-dead conversations. Just talk about Tinder dates and the NBA and Stephen Colbert. I mean, maybe that's... Maybe you got to pull the critical thinking part of your brain just clean out. 
like a parasite. Just grab it and rip it out. And just start talking about Kim Kardashian and the new iPhone. And Snapchat filters. Like, it's one thing to do that from the get-go. But if you've done three-quarters of a thousand episodes, most of which are not goofy, a lot are, and it's still not catching, Maybe you just have to start interviewing SoundCloud rappers and get face tattoos and have some bullshit intro with gay-ass fucking graphics and like, share, and smash that button. And a bunch of fucking tchotchkes around me. Every podcast studio, as Tim Dillon says, it looks like an adult treehouse or an adult learning center. There's a bunch of toys on the wall. It's a bunch of bobbleheads and hockey sticks and lightsabers. Like, this shit looks so retarded. I don't know. Maybe it is pure fucking delusion. Maybe I think it really is better than it is. And not in some sense where you always got to believe in yourself. But I mean, maybe I genuinely mean like true delusion. Like a 600 pound girl that thinks that like big is beautiful. No, it's not. No, it is not, bitch. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe the the you really do just have to maybe you really do just have to have shitty fucking thumbnails with one word of the title in all caps. Maybe you really do gotta just suck the dick of both sides of the aisle and have a hot take on every new... Maybe it is all just bullshit. God, I'd, I'd really rather be fucking dead. I've got to turn the heater on. I haven't turned the heater on in this apartment in six months. But it was so cold in here.
to see if it's cooked. But you know, maybe Stephen Colbert is a genius. Maybe the brain-dead fucking droids on SNL are smart. Maybe Tim Poole and Steven Crowder and Rachel Maddow and... Fucking... Anderson Cooper. Maybe maybe they're all smart. You know, for... Maybe five combined minutes of my life, I've I've watched Brandon Schaub and uh, um, Andrew Schultz, and uh, both times I I wanted to kill myself only a little more than I wanted to kill them because they're so, it's so fucking bad. I mean, it really is so fucking bad. Like, there's stu- even Theo Vaughn's with like the Simpsons. Like, what the fuck is that? I mean, I, I really, I really can't. Like, when they have like ten lava lamps, like a, a fucking life-size Chewbacca. Cardboard cutouts and fucking snow globes and, and neon things and there's pairs of like Jordans on the walls and there's and there's liquor and, and and they've got five guys in the room and they change the angle of the camera every ten seconds. I mean, what is that? Like that stuff makes me nauseous. Like, ha- just just be authentic. But like those those succeed wildly. Maybe Will Smith is brilliant. Maybe you gotta just go fucking assault Chris Rock on TV. I mean, even Jocko's talking about that. Fucking Jocko. Black and white podcast, Jocko. Navy SEAL commander, good. Go out and get after it. He's talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Where'd COVID come from? Are there U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine or not? I've interviewed eight fucking times. The head of the Soviet uh, Soviet Union bioweapon program, Dr. Ken Alabek. Months before fucking shit ever happened in Ukraine, which is where all the former biolabs are. I don't fucking... I had on Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough six months and five months, four months, three months, two months, and one month before they ever went on Rogan. I've interviewed a guy who's walked on the fucking moon three times. I interviewed him three times. He didn't walk on the moon three times. Clarification. 
I mean, like, like what, what, what the fuck do I have to do? Do I just have to start towing the party line and just Slava Ukraine and just take the Pfizer vax? Is that what I need? I mean, truly, do I need to bend over and open up my pussy for the fucking sellouts of this satanic fallen world of pedophiles and Marxist fuckholes? Like, is there any, what, what the fuck am I even doing? Like, why the fuck didn't I go to medical school? I have no idea how I'm going to turn this into a viable business. I mean, I really have no idea. My glass is dirty. Look at that dust. What is that? You know, even when having a mental breakdown, you got to make sure your glasses are clean. Definitely got to have some. You got to have some standards. I, I, I mean, do, do you maybe you really do just have to just gaslight every side and be like, liberals want this. You'll never believe what they think now. Conservatards just said this. This is so classic Republican. Putin's in trouble now. Red arrow emoji. Maybe I just need to get a microwave right here and just put a hamster in it and just microwave it to fucking death. And when it explodes, I'll take the blood out and write Slava Ukraine. Maybe that will get this thing going. I mean, it really is fucking just... I wouldn't even mind if I wouldn't even mind if you like looked at the other content out there and it was just there was even bigger guests. There was even deeper, harder hitting questions and even more consistency. But it's not. People wait until the Overton window has shifted before we talk about COVID. Now it's okay to talk about myocarditis. Don't you dare bring up biolabs in Ukraine. You can still tell because right now it's still verboten to talk about the 2020 election. But you just have these fucking brain-dead faggots like Tim Pool or Brandon Schaub or Andrew Schultz or whatever. I mean, at least, at least PewDiePie owns that it's brain-dead drivel for, like, 10-year-olds. Fine. It's Chuck E. Cheese's. And it's not pretending to be a steakhouse. It's Chuck E. Cheese's advertising as Chuck E. Cheese's and delivering Chuck E. Cheese's. That's fine.
I mean, is the name of the game just marketing? Do I just can I ha- do I can it no longer be a solo enterprise? Do I have to have a team of motherfuckers just just spamming this every single day, running ads, f- just fucking retard thumbnails? And you know, well, you'll never believe Tommy. He really went off in this podcast, episode seven seven six. You will not believe what he said about Brandon Schaub. Uh oh, Brandon Schaub reacts. I mean, on Demolition Ranch, I, mean, I love that guy, but I mean, how many videos can you take Object A and see how many times Gun B can shoot through a series of Object A's? I mean, ISIS killed less people than Al-Qaeda did on 9-11, but they, they mastered multimedia. I've got my orange jacket on. Just turn into a jumpsuit and have someone fucking behead me. And put some cool graphics of Arabic on the screen. What the fuck am I... What, what am I even doing? At least with med school, when you get turned down from a school and you and you go and meet with like friends that got in there was no question as to why they got in regardless of even before you see their gpa you would just talk to them you'd be like oh this person's fucking brilliant there's they're well-rounded they're personable they've got bedside manner they ace all of their classes they've got insane extracurriculars like it it made sense when you got your ass kicked and like basketball, it just made like that person's just better. They were born taller and faster, but they've also put in the hours. They've got better dribbling skills. They can right and left hand shoot. They can read the court. They can anticipate plays. Yeah, it, it made sense. I don't even. I don't even. And maybe this is just my own delusion, but I don't even. I don't even get it. Like I don't even fucking get it. Maybe I need to dress up as as George Floyd and have David Hogg shoot me in the face. And then they throw my body in a vat of ivermectin and like a plaster art project. Then they take a bunch of fake ballots from the 2020 election and form a giant cock and then sell it to people who can put it on as fucking daily digital artwork. I mean, I, I I don't I don't know. Again, if I was ten episodes in, I'd say this is all irrational. It's seven hundred and seventy six in. Been doing this for twenty eight months. 
I mean, I have, I have no fucking idea. I maybe just need to start reviewing iPhones. Like, maybe I just need to have a bunch of TikTokers on here and we talk about sneakers. Or I just end the fucking podcast, change my name, deny all knowledge of this thing, and just go get a nine to five somewhere. Get a healthy pill addiction. So I don't care about anything else but the next hit. I have no idea. I mean, I I genuinely don't know how else to improve this. I mean, maybe I just need to take, like, a week off. I'm kind of tempted to do that. I mean, maybe I just got to go full woke and sell your soul to big tech. So I just dyed my hair blue. And chop my fucking dick off and call it brave. Maybe I just got to go into women's powerlifting. Because I don't think you even need to chop your dick off to do that. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that this isn't just depression and and. I don't get anxious around my brother's anniversary. I get depressed and I get fucking angry. Every year. Every year I get angry. I mean, I'm an intense person, but I get... I get angry around it. It might be that. Maybe I'm a little burned out. 30 days has September, April, June, May, November. So that's 31 in January, 28 in February. So that's 59. 30 days has September, 2nd September. 
31 in March, that'd be 90. And then today's the 6th, it's 96 days in 2022. First episode was 653. Or I will say the last episode of last year was 652. So that's 124 episodes in 96 days. I don't know, maybe I'm fucking burned out. Maybe I'm burned out and it's just... This time of the year is like it's like a girl's time of the month. Around my brother, I just start to get fucking angry. I wish I got sad. I wish I got sad around his anniversary. I wish I got anxious. I wish I got panicky. I wish I had nightmares about how I could have prevented it. But I don't. I just get fucking angry. I just get really fucking angry. Maybe that's the core of all of this. Weightlifting is unbridled. You put in the work, you get it back. Med school, there were some more hindrances, but, you know, still for the most part that podcasting, a lot of it is your own work ethic. You know, maybe you just don't have your finger on the pulse. Maybe I get, I think I'm really angry because there's nothing I could do about that. I tried, won't for privacy reasons, I won't for my family. Years leading up to it, I tried. And ultimately, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it didn't matter. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is reminiscent of that. I'm putting in so much work and it doesn't matter. I just have to wear a beanie every day like Tim Pool. Like Do I have to put a white outline around my face and a thumbnail with a red out red arrow and an emoji and all caps title? I mean what Do I just have to live stream whatever the fuck? I don't even I don't even know what games are in. What what live what do you do? But I also don't want it to be like that principal skinner meme, that Simpsons meme where it's like, Am I out of touch? No, it's everyone else. Like you don't want to be that. Because even if everyone else was out of touch, even if everyone else was wrong, it doesn't matter. Because you still live in this in this physical space time existence where you need money to pay for the things that you require to live. There's no glory in being recognized years after you're dead. That doesn't mean anything. It means fucking nothing. Tesla died alone in his apartment in love with a pigeon and, and a virgin. Tesla died alone, a virgin, a broke. Yeah. He died broke, alone, a virgin, in an apartment in New York, 
in love with a pigeon. Sure, we all regard him as like the real Einstein. When you're laying rail thin in your apartment without two pennies, having never got some puss, and in love with a pigeon. What? 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 I've no I have no idea. I I I'm I kinda wanna cancel like the next week of podcasts. I mean, maybe I just got to start reviewing Kim Kardashian and the bravery of trans kids. And how Donald Trump is literally Hitler. With a bunch of super saturated thumbnails. And emojis. And surround myself with knickknacks and bobbleheads. And unopened boxes of cereal. But I feel like there's a... I feel like you can do that same thing by just just jumping off a bridge because they're both death. I'm going to assume that this is anger over my brother. And that perhaps I'm a little burned out. And maybe even on, on a micro level, maybe today I'm just tired. And it, it, it's probably just that.
Do you know I actually got in touch with Marina Oswald, wife of Lee Harvey? She politely turned down my request to have her on here. Who the fuck else is doing that? Maybe I just got to go work for Pfizer to start shilling vaccines. Yeah, I assume that it's maybe just a shitty day combined with a shitty time of year, combined with fatigue, podcast fatigue. I'm going to assume it's that. But I got to go. I gotta go grab some groceries. Take a hot shower and listen to some Tim Dillon and Ray Comp. Recording stopped.